The fourth annual Heartland Bioneers Conference will be October 19th through 21st at the SIU Student Center. The Southern Illinois Center for a Sustainable Future. For more information, www.sicsf.org. This hour of programming on WDBX Carbondale is sponsored in part by your membership contributions and by Advanced Energy Solutions and the American Solar Energy Society, announcing the 12th Annual Solar Tour, Saturday, October 13th. The Solar Tour gives residents an opportunity to tour homes in southern Illinois using solar-powered systems, learn about energy efficiency and how solar-powered systems save money. The 12th Annual National Solar Tour, Saturday, Saturday, October 13th. NationalSolarTour.org, TheEnergySolutions.com, or 1-800-229-0453. You are listening to Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again, the circle of friends, the circle of family, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Nature. This is your community spirit. This is Orda Energy Mon. This is Tree Song. And we are here to bring you a half hour of enviro-social talk. But first, let's do the happenings because this is a happening area. Yes. <laughs> So, uh, first happening is actually one I just remembered and checked on that's not on the list. It's the uh, 11th hour. It's uh, coming to Carbondale today. The movie. <laughs> All right. Yes. What? What's it about? Oh, uh, it's... The end of the world? Oh, yeah. It's about the end of the world. It's the 11th hour, and, you know, humanity has a golden opportunity to, you know, not destroy the world and such. Yeah, my favorite movies are like the end of the world movies. Yeah, so. and this one is a reality-based one. Ooh, it's all even bonds. better. Yeah, <laughs> so it's coming coming today to Carbondale finally. <laughs> so Good deal. In other happenings, though, today, uh, uh, today at 7:30 p.m., author, composer, guitarist, humorist, and storyteller, the multi-talented. Richard Gillowitz is appearing at Cousin Andy's Coffee House in the Fellowship Hall of the Church of the Good Shepherd. This is at Orchard and Schwartz Streets here in Carbondale. For more information, you can contact Vern at 
In case you didn't know, today is Friday, October 12th, the 285th day of 2007. There are only 80 days left of the year. And this day in history, in, nine, in 1492, Columbus w- completely lost, stumbled on the Bahamas. <laughs> so today is World Indigenous Peoples Day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492. <laughs> yep. And then he killed a bunch of people. <laughs> so, yes. Hence, R- R- World Indigenous Peoples Day. <laughs> and then in chronological order, tomorrow is the 12th annual solar tour, which this Saturday, October 13th, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., Southern Illinois homeowners will open their homes to showcase solar energy technology even a couple off-grid homes. Ah. There's, it's pretty interesting this year. Um, you know, I'm involved in coordinating the solar tour. And this year, there's actually only one system besides my home system that is on the tour that I actually installed. Uh-huh. And I'm like, this is good. There's more and more people who are now willing to showcase what they have at their house. Um Let's see, we've got a couple passive solar homes, uh, a couple off-grid homes, a straw bale home. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, the information is at theenergysolutions.com if you want to see the list of the homes, descriptions, and maps. So Yes, the uh, proliferation of solar technologies. <laughs> and uh, a few of whom have escaped the matrix and gone off-grid. <laughs> So let's see, in other happenings, uh, I've been hearing about this one for a couple weeks now because it's such a big and important event. The Illinois Sierra Club cleans cars to promote clean energy solutions. Uh, the Sierra Club, Sh- the Shawnee Group Sierra Club, along with the uh, Student Environmental Center, is hosting a clean car wash to promote the California clean car emission standards in Illinois. Sierra Club will be partnering with various community businesses, churches, and organizations to share information on how a bill in the Illinois legislature can reduce pollution from vehicles to curb global warming, which we talk about a lot on this show, (laughs) and reduce uh, pollutants that cause asthma and other health problems. At this event, which is free and open to the public, people's cars will be washed by the Sierra Club and by SIU students from the Student Environmental Center. Participants will be asked to sign a postcard to the Illinois legislators calling for the adoption of California emission standards for Illinois cars. And just to let you know, California emission standards are below the standards of China. (laughs) Yeah. And the big three automakers have actually sued California for stifling, you know, the economy when, like, I mean, literally, it's not to the level of China's emission standards. So literally, we cannot sell any car made in America in China. Yeah, uh-huh. and so we're just asking, you know, Illinois to adopt the same standard as China, as California, which is still below China standards. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> so we can st- step a few steps forward to still be behind China. But uh, for more information on that, the event is uh, coming up tomorrow, 
at, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., and it's at the Epiphany Lutheran Church, which is at 1501 West Chautauqua in Carbondale. That's the corner of Chautauqua and Glenview. And another happening, Saturday seems to be a happening day. Hmm. There is something new and exciting happening at the Neighborhood Food Co-op. Those who are interested should attend the first meeting in the community room. And what this is, is a supper club. Basically, this Saturday, October 13th at 5 p.m., there will be a meeting, and the idea is people get together and cook and it's a free thing, except, of course, you have to buy the food. But people get together and cook food together. And then, of course, well, eat it. Hmm. So if you enjoy cooking or talking healthy gourmet food, come out to the meeting at the Neighborhood Food Co-op. Um, the first one is tomorrow at 5 p.m. Yes, and the only thing more fun than cooking food is eating food, and you'll get to do both. <laughs> well, the best is cooking food, I mean, eating food you cooked. Yes. <laughs> that you put your heart and soul and love into it, and then you get to eat it. Yeah. And have other people say, ooh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so speaking of Saturday being a happening day, we've got another happening for tomorrow. The Town Square Market celebrates its one-year anniversary. Coming up uh, tomorrow, October 13th, from 1 to 3 p.m., they're having an open house. They'll have uh, samples there of, uh, you know, uh, some of the beef and salmon and such that they have. And they'll have uh, live music, too. Uh, this is at uh, 106 East Jackson in Carbondale. It's down the block from the Long Branch Coffee House on the historic town square. And their hours are uh, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Uh, so the open house itself is from 1 to 3 p.m. So interesting stuff, more happenings. Monday, October 15th at 7.30 p.m., the Ralph Anderson Interfaith Dialogue at the First Methodist Church at 214 West Main Street. The topic, Soil and Soul, Global Warming and script, Scriptural Perspective. Huh. That's pretty interesting. Yes. Because um, a lot of people have for a long time been following one little section of the Bible that said we have to dominate the earth. Hmm. And now there's a new trend in... Um, you know, biblical reading and to try to get a little away from that, to live with nature. So, Dr. Dale Bungstein will frame the issue from the viewpoint of Jewish, Muslim, and Christian scriptures. Responding from the three major religions are Iman Abdul Haq of the um, Mosque on Noir. Rif Katal Yona, Israel emissary re representing the Jewish Federation of Southern Illinois, and Father Roger Carbon of the Southern Illinois Catholic Diocese. There will be opportunity for questions from the audience. Everyone is welcome. Attendance is free. That sounds really interesting. Next yes. Monday at 7.30. Anytime the world religions take on um, global warming or environmental perspectives... Because it should be a very spiritual thing. I mean, yeah. I literally feel that environmentalism is almost a religion. <laughs> I mean, you literally have to believe that you're in your church all the time and you will respect it. And, well, 
practice environmentalism religiously. Yeah. And if you were in your church, you wouldn't, you know, uh, dump a bunch of oil over in one of the pews or, you know, things like that. Right. (laughs) You will be respectful at all times, which is hard in our car-based society. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So. So, in another happening, unless you've got a earlier one, the one for next Saturday. Yeah, we have a couple happenings next weekend. Yes, just as a heads up, which we'll probably mention again, the Shawnee Trash Bash. It's coming up, uh, not this Saturday, but next Saturday, October 20th. It's a fabulous event happening in the Shawnee National Forest. And uh, we'll have more info next time about it. Also happening next weekend, just wanted to let you know, that um, the Heartland Bioneers Conference will be next weekend. I really like Bioneers, which are biological pioneers, because basically, well, first of all, as a speaker, they only give them a half hour. Mm-hmm. So that's a joy there. They have to pack in really strong messages. But the main thing is, is all the speakers are talking about stuff they're doing versus stuff you should do. I go to so many environmental conferences where people get up there and said, you should do this, you should do that, you should do that. And half the time, they're not doing it themselves. Uh-huh. And here, they're not even saying things you should do. They're just saying things they're doing. And if you really enjoy it, well, maybe you'll do it too. So um, all SIUC students can get in free. However, you do have to register. More information and a list of all the great speakers is at heartlandbioneers.org. And um, SIU students, please go on there and register. Um, Again, it is free, but um, for the university to give money for this happening, they have to know how many students actually attend. Hmm. Ah, yes, let's see. So... Also, if you want to send us happenings, you can always do that by sending us email. Uh, my email address is treesong at treesong.org. And the general email box, info at yourcommunityspirit.org. We'll be right back with the news. Now, the news. The news. We've got a bit of late-breaking news here. And uh, we've mentioned stuff related to this, but now there's big news coming up. Gore and UN panel win Peace Prize. Former Vice President Al Gore and the UN's Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change won the 2007 Nobel Peace Prize for their efforts to spread awareness of man-made climate change and lay the foundations for counteracting it. Quote, I am deeply honored to receive the Nobel Peace Prize, Al Gore said. We face a true planetary emergency. The climate crisis is not a political issue. It is a moral and spiritual challenge to all of humanity. Gore's film An Inconvenient Truth, a documentary on global warming, 
won an Academy Award this year, and, has, and he had been widely expected to win the prize, but now it's official. He said he would donate his share of the $1.5 million that accompanies the prize to the Alliance for Climate Protection, which is a bipartisan, nonprofit organization devoted to conveying the urgency of solving the climate crisis. So, Al Gore wins, <laughs> wins the Nobel Peace Prize. And it is late-breaking around here. It's not even in today's paper. Oh, yeah. It's because the uh, official date on it is Friday, October 12th. <laughs> You know, I think because of time zones, it must have happened, you know, just within the, the past few hours. Okay. Huh. So, I mean, and people will always say it's a political issue, but, I mean, I I got into environmentalism when I was a teenager f- from a, a speech Al Gore did. He came to our area in when I was living in Tennessee. And so I've known for... Almost twenty, almost twenty years. I mean, he was doing his slide presentation hmm. almost twenty years ago, um, and he wrote a foreword in a book on climate, like the climate crisis, back in I'm gonna say '88. So hmm. he's been involved with the climate crisis for a long time. Yeah. So it's nice to know that you can do stuff and not be popular about it, yet end up becoming popular, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. people have made fun of him for it, and yet uh, it's raised awareness. And what I like, too, is the fact that he wins the prize is not only just a thing for him, but it brings awareness again about the issue. Right. It's a way of saying, we think this issue is so important that we're going to give you the prize. Yeah. And nobody really knows how they pick winners. It's just... Yeah. Isn't isn't that amazing that someone you know um, can die and endow an organization with enough money to have basically give a prize every year worth one point five million dollars? Yeah, <laughs> and um, and it be reported all over the world. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> all right. This week in the I don't even have this on my news, but I just remembered it. They're having the 2007 decathlon, solar decathlon. And what this is is different. Um, Most of the university teams build a complete off-the-grid home, including has to power electric car, most energy-efficient off-the-grid home they can build. Um, Then take it apart loading on a shipping container and bring it to the university, what is it, not the university mall, the national mall in D.C., and they built, put it back up. And yeah. it's up for like 10 days, and it is a contest. And it was every three years, but now they've moved it up to every two years. And eventually, I'm sure, as more and more contestants enter, it'll be every year. Yeah. Um, locally, two universities in Missouri enter. University of Rolla and I can't remember the other university now. Um, and then one in Iowa also huh. enters. But they actually have a university in Spain that enters every year. And then the University of Puerto Rico. They ship theirs across the ocean, both huh. of them, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I met someone last night who just was was there watching them build the houses. You know, they're, I think literally it starts today. I think. 
Um, and I've wanted to go every year, and I even had a chance to go with the team from the University of uh, Rolla, Missouri, um, and I've just been too busy. So. Mm-hmm. I wonder if when they're done with one of those houses, if they could send it our way. Well, they, they're <laughs> building. They've, this is their third house. So they have two of them built in Rolla, Missouri, and they're building a solar village, off-the-grid solar village ah. at the university. <laughs> so it's good to know it's going towards that. Yeah, too. and um, you know, it'll be offices for different um, professors or organizations. Yeah. And um, completely off-the-grid houses. Huh. I mean, super energy-efficient um, solar hot water, passive solar, solar electric, just, you know, they can put the latest, greatest technology or they can put, well, whatever they think will make it so they win the contest. Yeah. Because there needs to be some innovation, but mostly it needs to work. Yeah. So, <laughs> so a combination of probably innovation and simpl- simplicity and e- efficiency. And the reason mm-hmm. why... Um, that got reminded to me is because I have a news article here called The Capital Idea. Organic lawn care to be tested on the National Mall in D.C. SafeLawns.org has received permission to use organic gardening techniques on a portion of the National Mall in Washington, D.C. for a two-year trial period. Can environmentally friendly soil treatments such as compost tea hold up under the heavy foot traffic near the U.S. Capitol? One could cut the tension with a spade. (laughs) <laughs> Straight to the source, the National Park Service um, press release. <laughs> okay, and in other news, uh, the Proctors and Big Business Coalition will pressure suppliers to report their emissions. At least six of the world's largest companies have banded together to urge their suppliers to report and mitigate greenhouse gas emissions. Joining together as the Supply Chain, supply chain Leadership Coalition, and partnering with the Carbon Disclosure Project, which is also working with the uh, insidious Walmart. The companies involved in this include Procter & Gamble, uh, Unilever, Tesco, Nestle, Imperial Tobacco, and Cadbury Sweeps. (laughs) They're all going to pressure thousands of their vendors and factories to be upfront about their emissions. Straight to the source, the Wall Street Journal. Through hell and high yogurt. Yogurt maker Danon agrees to pay fine, treat wastewater, and an EPA settlement. International yogurt giant Danon has agreed to pay a fine of $71,000 and install a multi-million dollar automated wastewater control system as part of a settlement with the U.S. EPA. Yay, the EPA is doing its job. Uh, They're awake today. There has been some 10 illegal discharges over the past two years at the company's 3 million cup a day yogurt plant in Ohio. Wow, 3 million cup a day. (laughs) And it's not just spilled yogurt. In February 2005, the company spilled 15,000 gallons of water and milk waste into the storm sewer and canal. And a September 2005 spill dumped about 1,800 gallons of harsh chemicals and a few thousand gallons of wastewater into the sanitary sewer killing over 30,000 fish. Few souls above the surface heard the fish's blood-curdling screams. <laughs> uh, I didn't say blood, it says milk-curdling milk screams. Yeah. <laughs> Straight to the source, Associated Press, the Dayton Daily News. Yes, Stannon being naughty again. <laughs> so let's see. Oh, this one's interesting. Uh, in other news, what a revelation. Yeah. Publishers will produce the first eco-friendly Bible. Hallelujah! (laughs) 
Coming soon to a hotel room near you, the first green Bible, expected to hit the scene later this month from publisher Thomas Nelson. Uh, The Charles F. Stanley Life Principles Daily Bible, which perhaps includes the 11th commandment of Thou shalt be principled, (laughs) will will be uh, certified by the Forest Stewardship Council and contain recycled fiber. It says contain. Yes, contain. It doesn't mean it'll be 100%, but it'll have recycled fiber. Says Tyson Miller of the Green Press Initiative, which is working with Tom and Nels- Thomas Nelson to green the holy book, quote, The Bible is the most widely circulated book on the planet, and Thomas Nelson's leadership and use of environmentally responsible paper is a living legacy to the Bible's message of stewardship. And amen to that. <laughs> so, eco-Bibles coming soon to a hotel room near you and to other places near you. Planet of the e- AEP, I think it's the Ape. Planet of the Ape. Utility uh-huh. company Ape to pay billions in dollars in acid rain settlement. The utility company American Electric Power has agreed to pay some $4.6 billion to reduce acid rain causing emissions from some of its power plants in the U.S. North East, as well as $60 million to clean up specific waterways and parks and $15 million in civil penalties, all to settle a long-running lawsuit brought by the U.S. EPA, nine states, and over a dozen environmental groups in 1999. While an EAP spokesperson says that much of the $4.6 billion has already been budgeted for or spent on emissions reductions projects, some $1.6 billion of the total is slated to be spent on pollution control equipment for two ape coal plants, one in Indiana and one in Virginia. The lawsuit alleged that the company did not install required pollution control equipment when it significantly upgraded a number of its power plant, as dictated by the new source review provisions of the Clean Air Act. As part of the settlement, APE did not admit any wrongdoing. Hmm. Straight to the source, the Washington Post, Associated Press, Reuters. So we got time for a couple headlines. Yes. Uh, Gaff all the way to the bank. The World Bank encourages destructive logging practices in the Congo. Oh, naughty, naughty World Bank again. Oh, sprout it all. Yucca Mountain may be doubled in size, need more funding, based on how much nuclear waste we have laying around. Yes, lots of it out there, sadly. And once more into the speech, Obama introduces ambitious energy plan. And then, this was going to be my editorial, just for the love of it, walking from UK to India with zero money. Zero money. This guy, it would be Mm. hard to describe this guy as being anti-money or anti-commerce, especially given... But, um... Basically, his website is justfortheloveofit.org, and he's wanting to see if people can actually, well, see that he can survive without money. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's here's a quote. I will depend humbly on the true hospitality of others. This, to me, is, a, is symbolic of life. It is the meaning of complete freedom and complete interdependence. So if you meet me or see me, you can actually go onto the website and say you saw him. You can put in a password, put in comments, you can upload a, a photograph to prove that he's alive, 
Anyway, go to justfortheloveofit.org because he just believes that money is the manifestation of fear, insecurity, and lack of faith in humanity and the universe to look after us. It may be a little strong, but it seems clear we'd all be happier if we get used to looking out for our neighbors a little bit more. Justfortheloveofit.org Yes. So, hope to see you out and about this weekend. There are a lot of happenings. If you would like your happenings to be on this show, info at yourcommunityspirit.org. Yes, or also treesong at treesong.org. And the weather's still really nice out there. Getting a little bit chillier, but that's what's supposed to happen in October. Yeah. It was like 93 degrees at the beginning of this week. It was a record high. Uh, I know at least on the 8th was a record high. It was scary hot. Yeah. All right. We'll see you again next week.